Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Welcome to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. I'm June Grosso. Every day we bring you insight and analysis into the most important legal news of the day. You can find more episodes of the Bloomberg Law Podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. Deutsche Bank confirmed that it has tax returns requested by U.S. lawmakers who are seeking financial information for President Trump and his family. Don't jump to conclusions, though. Just whose returns those are remains a redacted secret. So we don't really know if Democrats are any closer to getting their hands on President Trump's tax info. In a separate letter, Capital One said it does not possess any tax returns responsive to the subpoena. Bloomberg News legal reporter Chris Domich joins us now with more on this. Chris, thanks for being with us. So where do we stand on this right now? Have the judges uh, sort of approved handing this information over or not? No, not at all. In fact, that's what we're waiting for. There were arguments on Friday um, in Trump's appeal of an order basically dismissing his suit seeking to block the subpoenas. And the judges, it was a pretty long hearing. It was uh, two and, about two and a half hours of pretty intense questioning of attorneys for both sides. And what, where we are now kind of led directly from that, because at the end of the hearing, the judges brought up the bank's lawyers and asked them if they had the tax returns, and in a kind of remarkable exchange, declined to say whether they had them or not. Um, and then the judges asked them to submit these letters, which they did yesterday, um, where Deutsche Bank confirmed that it has some of the tax returns that were requested while, as you said, redacting the names. So we're waiting for the, the bench to make it a, you know, a judgment on this appeal. Who knows how long they will take? Given the length of the arguments, it could be some time, but given the prominence of the issue, they may do it sooner than later. Now, these banks, as I take it, have been handling this very carefully, very sensitively, because their uh, privacy uh, reputation is at stake here. That's certainly true, and you're certainly right. They have tread very carefully in what they've said about these records. They were very, very careful about their speech on Friday and what they said. And in the letter, they kind of were a little less um, hesitant, but they were expounded on the notion that they have their own privacy rules and that statutes may prevent them from giving out information while not wanting to really stonewall the court and not give them anything. So basically, we've got Deutsche Bank saying, yes, we do have some information that's responsive to this subpoena, but we don't know uh, whose information it might be. Any educated guess? I mean, some have surmised just based on what's there that it could only be Trump, but I, it's kind of hard to make that determination directly from the, from the, uh, from the document. Now, Trump um, isn't the only uh, person who the uh, Democrats have uh, subpoenaed information from. 
Right. His children and his businesses as well have 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 been uh, subpoenaed. So this theoretically, this information could be from from one of them. Uh, it could theoretically, and, and as they said that they they kind of laid out that it was only probably one or two people. It wasn't clear that it was even one, just one person. Um, but yes, it could be from them. Although the letter definitely indicated it was a person, so individuals. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. And is it likely that down the road the American people would be able to see any of this information or would this be held closely by the Democrats? Well, that's really up to the Democrats. Um, There are um, certain laws uh, applying to tax information that could, um, you know, require them to be kept private. But uh, that's it's up to the committees what it wants to do with the information once it gets it. Um, and really, I would just be speculating as to what that would be. Now, how how much could this legal challenge that the, the president uh, is is waging here? Uh, how long could could this theoretically go? I mean, when when you're at the circuit, when you're the appeals court, uh, which is kind of the second level of the justice system here, it's always a possibility that it could go to the Supreme Court, and especially when there's an issue this kind of. Um, ripe and prominent. Um, it's certainly probably an issue for the Supreme Court at some point, given that there are multiple um, proceedings going on in, in regards to these subpoenas. So th- that it could be protected perhaps until the president leaves office? Yeah, that's certainly a possibility. I mean, the, as we've seen with nearly all of the court cases that involved Donald Trump, whether when he was president or before he was president, they uh, have one kind of overarching theme, and that's that they they tend to take a long time to play out. Now, have the Democrats had anything to say about this? Well, not in, in, in regard to this specific issue about the tax returns. They've said that, um, you know, they have they submitted a letter separately yesterday saying that a law that would prohibit certain disclosures of tax returns or information from those returns doesn't apply if the banks got the information from Trump or the plaintiffs and not from the IRS. And they they also said that it wouldn't apply even if they got the information from the IRS if they gave consent to to request that information. So why wouldn't the protection extend to that information if the president presumed that he was giving it to the bank? He wouldn't necessarily presume he was making it public. Uh, that's a good point. I don't know um, really at this point, you know, if they have what returns they have, if they were given on consent um, or if he gave them to them with the expectation that they would be private. Um, the banks have certainly kind of pointed to they have their own customer agreements that would make some of it private. But certainly that is something that the Democrats have argued is that by handing this over at all, there is no intention to be private. Our thanks to Bloomberg News legal reporter Chris Dolmich. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. 
You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcast. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.